it's safe podcasting in because because um, they people don't I can podcast because they don't understand me so I can podcast in English because they won't understand what I'm saying so well with that said but with all that said but with all that said it's not that I'm utterly devoted to solitude yeah why don't I thought you were going to devote yourself to solitude I'm not that utterly devoted to solitude, though I'm in a quasi-solitude in this podcast, in a Spanish uh, coffee shop, hiding my traces in mountains and meadows. Yeah, in a way, I'm hiding myself in mountains and meadows in Colombia. I'm actually not hiding, but I'm in page 125 of Basho's journey. I'm just a man of poor health, weary of the world. Yeah, I could be in poor health and not even know it. I'm just a man of poor health, weary of the world. I think back on the months and years that have passed away. All the mistakes of my stumbling life, yeah. I have to think about all the mistakes I made and uh Recently, I made a mistake stumbling in the stock market. Oh my God, what happened? At one point, I coveted a government position with a fife of land. Huh. I guess Basho is opening up here and talking about how his life before he went left the capital and left and went on his journey and maybe before he became a monk, he coveted a government position with a fife of land. Another time I longed to enter the precincts of the Buddha in the halls of the patriots. Yet other times I've longed to enter into a Buddhist temple, monastery, or a Zen meditation center. I have occasionally. Why didn't you spend some longer time in one in Japan? Another time I longed to enter the precincts of the Buddha in the halls of the patriots, but I've kept tormenting my body by traveling all the time. I've been traveling been, I've been traveling now since October 15th uh, one, two, three months over three months so, uh, it'll be actually three and a half months so. I have kept tormenting my body as I drift like a wind-blown cloud through the skies in an airplane over Colombia. As I drift like a windblown cloud, struggling over feelings about flowers and birds. Yeah, I kind of struggle over my feelings like uh, trying to digest my experiences while traveling, so. It's natural to have mixed feelings about a place and about people and uh, thinking I might make my living this way. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I, I don't know if I'm making my living in this podcast, but I don't think so. I was going to make my living with my capital, but my capital fell down and the NASDAQ fell. It didn't make any money. Oh, my God. In the end, devoid of talent or skill. Yeah, in the end, I was devoid of talent or skill.
I cling to this one thread. I cling actually to the one thread of meditation and the light and sound and uh, devotion to the master. Oh, in the void, devoid of talent or skill. Yeah, in the end, my skill, I mean, I work a lot hard on developing my tennis skills. I have gotten better, but in the end, I cling to this one thread. I'm clinging to just meditation and tennis to save myself. For its sake, Bo Churi exhausted the vitality of his five organs, and Dufu wasted away. Oh, God. This is depressing. Why are you reading this depressing stuff? I mean, they're, they're complaining. He complains about the dusty world. And... Yeah, but this is reality, buddy. Grow up. Okay. I exhausted the vitality of his five organs. You will exhaust him if you keep eating three meals a day. So I've tried to cut out to dinner and stuff, and I actually cut out breakfast, and I ate one meal. Okay. Jesus. If I don't, I'll waste away in wisdom or artistry. I am no match for them. Yet isn't it true that there's no place that's not an unreal dwelling? Thoughts I now abandon as I head to bed. <sighs> Yeah, sometimes I have doubts about my dwelling and um, and my thoughts as I go to bed. My, my thoughts I now abandon as I head, head to bed. Well, if you were to go home and meditate before bed, and you usually meditate at sunset, maybe you can, wouldn't feel so unreal. It will be real if you meditate in the evening. No place that's not an unreal dwelling thoughts I now abandon as I head to bed. Oh, God. Masu Tanomu Shino Kimo Ari Natsu Kotachi. For now, I'll rely on the Pasania tree. Summer growth. Yeah, for now I can I can just rely, I guess, I'm relying on sort of plantains and banana trees and I may rely I'm relying on like eating avocados or uh, avocados and uh, I have hugo maybe bar baraho or bar guanarpe I have hugo I have I rely on the banana tree what about what other trees? That there are other trees out there. I know you drink coffee. You rely on the coffee tree. Yeah. Prose poem. Now he has a prose poem on the unreal dwelling. Here we go. Unreal. This podcast is unreal too, I suppose. This body, nearly fifty now, has become an aged tree with bitter peaches. A snail that has lost its shell, a bagworm without its bag, drifting along on the aimless wind. God. I guess that's sort of what happened to me, in a way. My body, nearly 50 now, has become an aged tree with bitter peaches. Yeah, I've been eating... I eat bitter stuff, so a snail that has lost its sail, a bagworm without its bag, drifting along on the air, aimless wind. Huh.
Yeah. Huh. I guess when you're not meditating, that's what you're doing, drifting along on the aimless wind. Uh, Sokan put up with wayfarers' meals morning and night, and Noyan sought alms for his mendicants' purse. I scorched my face at Matsishi and Masakawa, and my tears soaked my sleeves at Holy Mount Udono. I yearn to make it to the shores where puffins cry and gaze upon the thousand islands of the Anu. But my... My companion Sora held me back with worries about my frail health, and I relented. I ventured instead to the place called Kisagata, where I wore out my heels on the jagged beaches of the northern sea along the painful dunes. Now this year I float on the waves of Lake Diwa. A gravian is drifting nest, seeking lodging by the single shaft of a reed. <laughs> yeah. So, I wanted to capture, this This is my place. This Pandaria in uh, Colombia is my place. Is known as the unreal dwelling by the mountain Pocubo. Yeah, there's a volcano named uh, the Ruse. Uh, an ancient shrine is nearby, purifying my six senses, all trace of dust falling away. This deserted grass hut is where the uncle of the warriors who got Numa lived. Having abandoned the world, he passed on eight years ago. The hut remains at the crossroads of unreality. Yeah, I guess in a way, living in a foreign country with a different language is the crossroads of unreality. Truly, enlightenment and delusion are resolved in this one word, unreality. Oh, he's saying all essential life is unreality, I guess. So. And it is impossible to forget for an instant the fleeting impermanence of life. Wow. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, I listened to the master's broadcast. It's like he does read. He's not going to let you forget, so... Another instance of Basho's non-dualism, as well as the important theme of dream and unreality in his work. Yeah. So that's importante, the fleeting impermanence of life. Uh, yeah, wow. Huh. The unreality. Crossroads of unreality. The mo mountains. <coughs> Yeah, the mountains in Colombia are not that that big, but still the houses are far apart. At least up in the up Route Fifty by Gua Guadavita, Guadavita, the houses stand far apart in the country. Yeah, I'm continuing to read on page one twenty six in Basho. It says these are not deep mountains. But the houses stand far apart. Ishiyama faces my hut with Mount Iwama rising behind. The fragrant southern breeze descends from the peak while the northern wind blows cool and damp from across the lake. Yeah, it's funny, it wasn't that windy when we went up to...
Lakuna Ta Quada Quada Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Ready? Listo? Okay. Were you really deep in the mountains, or was it just a Sipaquera, Sipaquera, and the Cathedral of Sol in the Guatavita? Yeah. They were like road trips out of Bogota that wasn't really deep in the mountains. Okay. So. I arrived early in the fourth month, with azaleas still blooming and mountain wisteria hanging in the pines from time to time. A cuckoo flies by, jays bring their tidings, and even the drumming of the woodpecker isn't annoying. Yeah, he's not that annoying, really. I don't see why you would say it's annoying. He's not annoying. The mountain cuckoo made me feel loneliness. Yeah, but sometimes the the woodpecker, when he pecks away, and uh, he just makes a noise. There's no other noise that makes you feel loneliness. Yeah, this is why I've come back to New York. Uh, because just the drumming of the woodpecker isn't annoying, but it makes me feel loneliness. The mountain cuckoo made me feel loneliness. Such is my joy in solitude. Such spontaneous delight. Yeah. Even though I'm not in true solitude, I, when I'm in solitude, I have such spontaneous podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Compared to China's famed Wu and Chu, this scene podcast has nothing to be ashamed of. And I don't see why I can't just podcast any old way I want to and have nothing to be ashamed of. It is hardly inferior to the five lakes and five bays. From Mount Wei and the high peaks of Wira, the pines of Karasaki are enveloped in haze. The castle at CZ gleams among the trees, and the light of the setting sun lingers on Cedric Bridge, connecting to the pine grove at Awazo. Mount Mikami is shaped like Fuji and calls to mind my old hut at Musashino. And Mount Tanakami brings forth deep feelings. For the ancients whose remains are there, other mountains are here too. Sasahu, Sanjo, and Hakamachagoshi. And there is the peculiar legend that the villagers of Black Harbor are dark because they have not taken bamboo hats from Kasatori Mountain. In order to get a more expensive project, I clambered up the peak behind and built a platform in the pines, complete with a round straw mat. To get a more expensive prospect. Yeah, I clamber around to get a good photo, I guess. The monkey's perch, I called it, 
Fujian built a nest in a crab tree where he drank with friends. But there was in a city, uh, that was in a city, he built a crab tree, a nest in a crab tree. Yeah, I could build like uh, maybe a loft or balcony in the city where I can drink with my friends. And I have no reason to covet the hermitage old wang patched together atop Jupleek. My eyes open to emptiness. Yeah, my eyes opened to emptiness. Wow, what's the point in doing that? If there's nothing to see. My eyes open to emptiness. Actually, my third eye opened up into emptiness. Yeah, it just, I mean, it just didn't open. My eyes open to emptiness. I just sit on this steep mountain crushing lice. So, no, so that's all I'm doing, okay? I sit on microorganisms when I sit down and do this podcast. My eyes open to emptiness. I just sit on this steep mountain crushing lice. Yeah, if I was a Jane or something, I would say that even breathing, I'm killing um, microorganisms or something. At times when I feel lively, I gather firewood and scoop water from a spring. I feel the loneliness of the trickling spring that drips along the green of the firms. Yeah, that's the question. Does uh, the trickling of a spring make you feel loneliness? For goodness sakes, if you're going to be so lonely, maybe you should just go back to New York and go be with your girlfriend. (laughs) I live simply with nothing but a single stove. I thought you already read that, that you only had a stove. Do you have a stove in the kitchen? I live with nothing. But a single stove, the man who dwelt here before was noble in spirit and shunned babbles. Yeah, most of the people who lived here shunned babbles. Before the room with an altar, Buddha altar, there is only a space to store bedding. Not long ago, the high priest of Rende Inn at Mount Cora journeyed up to the capital, and I had someone request a calligraphy plague for me. Yeah, I had somebody request a proof of vaccine, a vacuna. They requested at the airport a proof of my vaccine. And they wanted a COVID test and uh, proof of vaccine. And uh, yeah, was it complicated for you to get through the airport? And uh, what happened? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, happy to oblige. They, But there were people who were happy to oblige. Uh, he took up his need, his thing and stuck it in my nose and took my COVID test. Happy to oblige. He took up his brush and stroked the characters for Unreal Dwelling, sending it on to me. On the back, he wrote his name to serve as a keepsake for those who came later. 
A mountain retreat, a traveler's rest. This is certainly no place to build a cache of things. Yeah, I didn't really build up a cache of many things. It seems like I brought a lot of things for other people, but I don't build up a cache of things. Yeah, what did you bring back for yourself? I mean... You brought that small little flute whistle panpiper thing, and uh, oh, you brought a wine Valdez uh, coffee thermos. I thought for yourself, but <laughs> what did you buy for yourself? A mountain retreat, a traveler's rest. This is certainly no place to build a cache of things. Yeah, it seems like wherever I am, I don't build up a cache. Of things. Uh, why not? Uh, thought you were going to get a piano. And, uh, are you back on the market for a computer? Uh, a cypress hat from Kiso and a sledge raincoat from Koshi are all that hang on the pillow above my pillow. The pillar above my pillow. Yeah, the only thing really... Next to my bed is a, is a suitcase and uh, uh, my shoes. And uh, did you bring back a cache of things? Uh, no, I mean, uh, what did you bring? You brought some coffee, I think. Yeah, I brought the barista coffee. Yeah, well, that was good. Is it still hot or what? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I made some hot coffee, but my car would start today. I'm in cold New York. Why isn't it starting? Well, I don't know. I think uh, there's a light on, or who knows? Hmm. Well. Did you get a grippa? No, not well. In a way, I suppose. You don't have COVID? No, I have a grippa. Or a cold, maybe. Oh, I thought you were immune. Absolutely immune to everything. Well, guess not. <laughs> During the day, the old man who looks after the shrine may stop by or some elderly man from the village with wild tales. With tales of a wild boar ravishing the rice or rabbits getting into the bean fields. Stories I've never heard before. And in the rare occasion visitors come here, we sit quietly into the night with our shadows as companion, using what the Nanumbra over right and wrong. Huh. Have you been musing over what's right and wrong? Yeah, in a way. I, I, my whole life has been just musing over what's right and wrong. Then why don't you know what's right and wrong? But with all that said, it's not that I'm utterly devoted to solitude. Hiding my traces in mountains and meadows. I'm just a man of poor health, weary of the world. 
What can I say? I have not practiced the Dharma life. I have not followed the worldly pursuits. No. What? You haven't? I've been fond of my eccentricities. Oh, you're fond of your poetry and your podcasting. Yeah. I've been fond of my eccentricities of just meditating. Oh, I've been fond of my eccentricities ever since I was quite young. And I thought I'd make my living that way for a time. Now I've come to cling to this one thread. Ashamed of my lack of talent or skill, I toil in vain. My spirit worn out, my brow wrinkled, every autumn is half over. Dawn and dust transform the scene. Surely this is dwelling in real unreality. And with that, I rise and leave Colombia. So what happened was on uh, February 1, I actually left Colombia and took a flight to New York. Oh, really? The... Weather was cool in New York at Riverside Drive. Yeah, the cool evening of Riverside Drive. Oh, the cool at Riverside 4th Avenue. Quote, the, the evening cool at Riverside 4th Avenue, they call it. From early sixth month with its evening moon to the moon at dawn. Just past mid-month, people lying up along the river and platforms, drinking sake and feasting as they party all night long. Yeah, they were partying all night long uh, for a while. Women wrapped in showy sashes, men sporting fashionably long coats with monks and old folks intermingling, even apprentices to coppers and blacksmiths. Everyone carefree and leisurely singing up a storm. Yeah, did you sing up a storm? I know you may have danced up a storm on New Year's Eve or something. Yes, indeed, life in the capital. Yes, indeed, life in New York, which is the capital of the world. Yes, indeed, life in the capital. Kawakazi, Usukagi, Tiktaru, Susisumi. River breeze, weary, wearing pale persimmon robes, the evening cool. On a portrait at Unchiko, Unchiko, a monk in Kyoto. Painted a picture, perhaps a self-portrait of a monk with his face turned away. He asked me to add a legend to it. So I wrote, You are over sixty and I nearly fifty. Together in a dream we present the forms of a dream. Here I add the words of one asleep. Yeah, I'm adding this podcast, doing this podcast while I'm... These are the words of one asleep. Well, I'm, I'm really still asleep in a way. The words of one asleep.
fall asleep during the podcast. It's like so rude towards the listeners. So that's why I turned this way. I turned to, I stopped and I turned this way and I restart when I get up the next day. So Basha says, Kachira Muki Akaha. Turn this way. I too am lonely. Autumn evening, he's he's lonely, so since Basho is lonely, I'm gonna do this podcast. <laughs> and uh, so he, I too am lonely in the mornings, even if I have my girlfriend here cooking. On a portrait of Sotoba Komachi. Ah, admirable, admirable. The bamboo hat is admirable. The hat that I got, um, some of the hats are admirable from Colombia. The straw coat is admirable. What kind of person bestows this to us? What person makes such a podcast? Yeah, what kind of person bestows this to the listeners? What person makes such a podcast? What person makes such a painting? This vision from a thousand years appearing right here. Yeah, this this podcast from a thousand years back is appearing right here. Now with this form. The spirit, too, appears. The coat's so admirable, the hat's so admirable. Totosa ya yuki purano himo mino tokasha. So admirable. Even on a day without snow, straw coat and bamboo hat. Yeah, some of the stuff is just so admirable, like... <clears throat> My my two new speed tennis racket, Wilson Speed, is very admirable. <coughs> and uh, I myself am very admirable with my extreme virtue and my extreme fitness and enlightenment. So I am so admirable, even on a day without snow, straw coat and bamboo hat. Yeah, even with the coat that I have, that's that I had, uh, and the hat that I had, even though it was without snow, it was admirable. Responding to a request from Joko Yokoshiro. Record of the Villa of Fallen Persimmons. A man from Kyoto by the name of Korei has a cottage in a grove of bamboo. In Lower Sega, at the foot of Mount Arashi, by the O River, it is a place for lonely tranquility. Yeah, they had like um, meditation huts in the farm uh, in Monroeville when I first went there. It is a place for lonely tranquility, where the heart comes clear. Yeah, and I used to go out to those huts before I got initiated, and uh, and that's where my heart became clear. It is a place for lonely tranquility where the heart becomes clear. This Kore is so lazy. 
Weeds grow high outside his window. Yeah, despite the fact that I'm very lazy. It's a place for lonely tranquility. This coray is so lazy. Weeds grow high outside his window. The branches of persimmon trees hang long over everything. The summer rains leak in all over. The tatami mats and the paper screens are rank with mold. Oh, shoot. What's so great about this place? It's not that good. I think it would be better with Maya Moore. <laughs> she keeps the house clean and stuff. And there's no good place to sleep. And But there is right now no good place to sleep is the problem. The sleeping arrangements are messed up because... They're not correct until February 18th because a woman has to move out of my room. So get out of my room. So, yeah, the sleeping range. There's no good place to sleep. Oh, is that going to mess up your meditation practice or or your podcasting or what's going on? What are you going to do without your room or your your meaning highly meaningful quarto or your your own personal meditation room no yeah oh i see okay so you have a problem why don't you just go to puerto rico <laughs> and particularly the shade such generous hospitality from the host uh, yeah summer he says uh, basha says sami dario Shikishi Higi Taru Kabino Ato, which he said in the summer of 1691. So this is like a thousand years back, isn't it? Yeah. Summer rains, poetry cards peeled off, their traces on the wall. Yeah, why don't you just post your poetry cards on the wall? Well, I have, there are things posted for, for birthdays and, uh, there's a welcome home, David, and there's the, uh, I don't see the birth traces of the birthday party, but, uh, they did have that in Bogota, though. Huh. Yeah, the one kid had a birthday party which was like Maria, and then following that, there were traces of her birthday stuff, which was used for Jonathan. Okay. On the night of the 16th at Katata, Katat, Katada Bay. That's the sound of the beans. They're just garbanzo beans, yeah. Now, on... Now, with inflation, we're able to still afford garbanzo beans. Okay. You mean uh, you're set an example of how to to spend money on food? Yeah. It's uh, garbanzo beans. Uh, I either eat garbanzos or lentils. Oh. Well, what are you going to do about the poor? Are you going to develop a cryptocurrency, which uh, gives them the right only to buy lentils? Yeah. It's like just a lentils uh, crypto coin for the poor. They could go to the store and buy lentils. Wow. 
That's better than buying nothing, I guess. I'll just uh, stop them from wasting it on uh, soft drinks and meat. Yeah, that's why I have it. Oh, but what if their cryptocurrency is stolen? Yeah, well, who wants to steal lentils? Okay. On the night of the 16th, I cut the bay. The excitement from last night's full moon had not quieted down. While encouraged by two or three friends, we set off by the boat to Catawba Bay. Wow, the excitement. Yeah, there was still a lot of excitement uh, towards my coming back from Colombia. Yeah. I don't know if there was a full moon. The excitement for my returning from Colombia had not quieted down. And it was still making a racket in the kitchen with the beans. Okay. The excitement from last night's full moon had not quieted down when encouraged by two friends or two or three friends. Please set off for the boat to Catawba Bay. About four in the afternoon that day, we arrived at the back of the house of a certain Moinarihiti. We all called out, quote, these old drunks of wild words have been enjoying the moon, and now we're here. Yeah, I was an old drunkard of drinking uh, spiritual wine. Uh, I'm like an old drinker, an old drunk who drinks Sarachab Yoga, sound currents of Nam word, word or bliss, Nam or word, Urgh. This old drunkard of wild words have been enjoying the moon. I enjoyed the moon and stuff. And now I'm here. These old drunks of wild words have been enjoying the moon and now we're here. Narihidi had not expected us and was surprised and delighted. We rolled up. No, not that many people are delighted because... Because when you reach uh, enlightenment, nobody likes you. Oh, so you have hardly any friends. <laughs> Narihidi had not expected us. was surprised and delighted. We rolled up his blinds and swept away the dust. He said, in my garden are only potatoes and black-eyed peas. <coughs> yeah. So the funny thing is, when I got home, you would think there'd be something to celebrate with. For an old drunk, but all there were was pains. Okay, in my garden are only potatoes and black-eyed peas. Yeah, there was nothing here but the but the garbanzo beans and uh, the carp we have is prepared poorly, so there is nothing interesting to offer you. Then he spread out straw mats at the beach and treated us to a party before waiting along the moon rose, shining vividly on the lake. I had heard that an extremely, at, at extremely mid-autumn, the full moon rises directly above a mountain facing the floating temple, and so the mountain has come to be called Mirror Mountain. Yeah, I came back and uh, on Facebook... Uh, one of my friends had been to Bear Mountain. <laughs> Looking out from the balustrade atop this hall, we saw that the moon of that night was not far from where it rose the day before. I could see the Mount Mikami and Muzukutki Hill to the south and north. 
and between them extended small hills with numerous peaks clustered together. The moon by then high in the sky became hidden in black clouds, and I couldn't distinguish which was Mirror Mountain. Looking, showing his wholehearted hospitality, the master quoted Sagio. The master quoted Sagio. Quote, it is precisely when, from time to time, that the clouds hide the moon. Huh. Yeah, from time to time, uh, the clouds hide the, the moon. So what's so brilliant about that? Okay. Finally, the moon broke off from the clouds. And with the golden wind and silver waves, it was reflected in the light of the thousand-form Buddha. Quote, is it only the declining moon that is regrettable? Unquote, I said, look, taking up Tika's sigh. <coughs> we can compare the sky of the 16th night to the world as a way of realizing the impermanence of life. Yeah. I have to keep on realizing the impermanence of life. Oh, really? Then why do you act like it's permanent? Okay. All right, I'll stop then. Uh, it's precisely because he visited here that the high priest... Uh, as Sheen wet his sleeves with tears. Yeah, it's precisely because I visited here in New York that my sleeves are wet with tears. Our host said, as we prepare to leave, he said, but you've come all this way to enjoy the scene. How can I let you leave with low spirits? Yeah, I can't. I can't leave without being in high spirits, so I have to have my birthday party or something to get my spirits up. And, uh, well, is it low spirits because the weather is cold and icy? And, uh, yeah, I came back to New York and it was, uh, rainy and cold. Uh, wow. I hope you get at least a sunny day and could be cold and sunny. <laughs> yeah. So we raised our cups on the shore as the moon was about to reach Yokoa Valley in the depths of Mount Hui. Yeah. <clears throat> we did raise our cups of... Um, what cups did you have, uh, yeah, something about raising cups. Uh, huh. Joe, Akiti, Suki, Sashio, Ikimoto. Open the lock. Let the moon shine in. Floating temple. Yeah, I'm going to just open up the door and let the moon shine in. <laughs> yeah. Yasu, Yasu, Toite, Oja, Tikino, Kumo. How easily it rose, and now it hesitates, the moon and clouds. 
Yeah, the moon rose very easily, but now it's hesitating in the clouds. Uh-huh. Or it could be my mind is in a state of hesitation and the moon. Uh, yeah, which is it? Is it the moon hesitating or you? Yeah. Words in praise of the pine of Narihides Garden. Here is a pine here. Reaching to five feet, the lower branches extend over ten feet, growing on top of each other, thick with needles. Yeah, you'd think there'd be a pine tree around somewhere. The wind plucks the koto pine, calling forth rain, giving rise to waves. I wonder if the wind plucks the pine and calls forth rain, giving rise to waves. The sound resembles a lute, a flute and a drum, and the waves blend with the echoes of heaven. Huh. Yeah, the sound resembles a lute, a flute and a drum, and the waves bend, blend with the echoes of heaven. Yeah, the actually the, the sound of... Uh, the violin and the flute and the drum resembles the echoes of heaven. In other words, the the nam or word or shabd or kalma or uh, utgit. The, I mean, the music of the spheres resembles a flute, a flute and a drum, and the waves one with the echoes of heaven. Yeah, this podcast is really just. An echo of the heavens, yeah. It's echoing the heavens, yeah. In the sound, because the sound resembles a lute, a flute, and a drum. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm going to eat this <laughs> so I can make echoes of heaven. At the present time, there is a man who loves peonies, collecting unusual ones and full of boasting. Yeah, there is presently some man who loves peonies, and he's boasting about them. Like, there's me who's uh, boasting about this podcast. And all that stuff I boast about. Why are you boasting about your uh, meditation and your trips to Colombia? You boast about practically everything. And there is another man who raises chrysanthemums, competing with others and laughing at their small blossoms. Yeah, I laugh about uh, this podcast, the small blossoms in this podcast. A person who raises persimmon trees and various kinds of citrus considers only their fruit, paying no heed to the shape of their branches and leaves. Yeah, like a practical farmer, like when he's raising his, say, his bananas or something, he doesn't. He doesn't even pay any heed to the shape of the branches and leaves. The pine alone remains verdant after the frost, staying unchanged through the four seasons. And yet the charm of its appearance shifts through the air, 
Oh, Jewry said the pine exhales the old chi. Yeah, the the pine exhales the old chi. <laughs> yeah, right now I I sort of exhale my old chi in this podcast. What's the chi, anyways? Well, the fact that I've gotten old and. Is the, I don't have much chi left. Huh? <laughs> oh. A 12th century monk admires Sagyo. He is said to have confined himself for 12 years in a temple in Ujima to recite the Lotus Sutra. Actually, I don't know what that has to do with the chi. Hold on. Uh-huh. No, it doesn't. Uh-huh. Well, that's not very related now, is it? Uh, the chi... Chi... Uh, chi, uh, Q-I, formerly written C-H-I, Chi, is this Chinese notion of spiritual breath or vitality that all things have the cultivation of free... The cultivation of pure, free-flowing chi is necessary for physical and spiritual health. Yeah. I have to cultivate it. Uh, that's the problem. I've got to cultivate my chi in this podcast. So, in a way, that's what I'm doing in podcasting, is cultivating my chi. <laughs> so it is preserved for a thousand years on the internet. Oh, wow. So you're exhaling old G, yeah. Yeah, what I need is to go to a ski slope and find some pine trees so I can... Because the pine brings joy to the master's eyes and consolation to his heart. Yeah. If I went and saw some pine trees, it would bring consolation to my heart. But not only this... For having learned the chi of preserving life and health, he will surely pledge to wait out his old age with the pine. Yeah, so I'm pledging um, to get a hut in, uh, up on the Adirondacks or the Berkshires and wait out my old age with the pine. Okay. Are you pledging that or what are you pledging? Are you going to go? Why don't you go? <laughs> It's a good question. It's the weekend and it's Saturday. Huh. It's Saturday now, February 5th. Uh, uh, and it's in the second month of 2022. Uh-huh. Wow. But in Basho's, it's the eighth month of 1691. Huh. Okay. Amitabho. Basho says... She no yo to ki keba ia shiki na na re domo yoni konoma shiki mano ni so arikeyu. Brush wood hut. The woods words sound so despicable, and yet in this world it is a thing of true delight. Huh. 
Yeah. A brushwood hut, the sound, words sound so despicable, and yet in this world it is a thing of true delight. Yeah, the brushwood hut next to the pine tree. This poem, included in the sun, Kashu, was written by the priest, uh, Sagyo, when he visited a monk called Amidabo, living in the Higashiyama district of Kyoto. Yeah, so when I go to Kyoto, I will recite this poem by Sagyo in commemoration of all the predecessors, poets, before me. You will? I delight in wondering what kind of person that monk was. Yeah, I delight in wondering what kind of person Sagyo and Basho were. Here I want offer a poem to a monk who now spends his life in a grass hut. Hmm. Si banotono sukiya sonomaima amidabo. The brushwood hut's moon, just as it was for amidabo. <laughs> I should offer a poem, I guess. Uh, I'm kind of in a uh, a hut in, uh, well, I'm in an apartment in uh, New York. Uh, how does that compare to a grass hut? <laughs> Staying over at e Rio's place at Men's Show Temple, fourth year of Genruku, tenth month. It has been a hundred years since this temple was moved here from the village of Hirata, as it state, says in the record and contributions for the temple. Bamboo and trees grow densely, and the earth and rocks are aged with moss. A truly venerable grove, deeply moving in its era of great age. Yeah, I like these, um, these bamboo trees, these big ones that were in uh, great big, Dense ones, great big dense bamboo forest in Colombia. You saw some of those, yeah. They're big, tall bamboo forests, a truly venerable grove, moving deeply in its aura of great age. Yeah, I have to be myself in great age just to read this book. <laughs> Yeah, only some old person's going to read Basha's journey anyways. And, uh, so you've reached that stage uh, when you read poetry from Japan. Yeah, you've pretty much done everything, and uh, there's nothing left for you to do. Yeah, I know. Uh -huh. I'm in the aura of great age.